Welcome back to Round Guy, the podcast. It's Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa presents high school basketball playoff edition in Southeast Iowa. If you need a stock trailer, a horse trailer, a flatbed trailer, utility trailer, cargo trailer, dump trailer, enclosed trailer, whatever your trailer needs, talk to Corwin Henshaw and thank him for sponsoring the basketball uh, that you're listening to now. We got uh, Coach uh, Kessel from the Waco Warriors advanced again. Welcome to the program, Coach. No, thanks for having me on again. I always enjoy talking about Warrior basketball. Well, there's a lot to talk about. You come out. Uh, I got uh, uh, Scotty Melvin and I had an over and under on 20 points for what we're now calling shoeless uh, Simeon Reichenbach. <laughs> how how yeah. many points did he come out with? He came out with nine last night, well, but there was a big one there in the second quarter. Uh, we were down by two, and he came down and just hit a three that put us ahead, and we never trailed after that point. So he had a big shot there in the middle of the second quarter that uh, gave us a spark that we never looked back from. Well, how did his shoes do? Did he keep them both on this this game? Well, he put a new pair on this week, and uh, I kept telling him, like, you need to – wear double socks you need to wear those around the house you need to get those broke in and so he went with an older pair uh his summer pair he didn't trust the new pair so uh they served him well he ended up with like i said nine points four rebounds three assists and three steals and he got a lot of attention from the new london defense so he well, played well well it was a great team effort i watched the game it was back and forth both teams looked dynamite and different times in the game uh that blaze porter i think's his name and then uh what's that other great big kid they got uh uh kate benjamin oh my god he's a good player too isn't he he is he is and uh they were the focus of the defense last night and uh their senior devin swanson stepped up and he scored the first 11 points i think and uh really answered the bell for them and so uh, we had to come out, make a few adjustments there and how we were guarding people. And uh, like I said, at the end, it worked out well. Well, uh, a, a more physical matchup, it seemed like, than uh, some of the other games you played this year, wasn't it? Um, that's probably typical South uh, Super South Division Super Conference basketball there. It's a pretty physical game down there. Uh, we like it that way. Let, let the kids play a little bit, especially inside. And so... No, that was probably, I would say, a typical typical game for us. We That's the kind of the way we play, and uh, New London will match us. So it was a, it was a good game. No, the, that Lichty kid got three fouls in the first half, didn't he? He did, and we haven't seen that in a while. But uh, he's, he's a sophomore, and he picked those up pretty quick. Uh, and that was a problem we had early in the season. Uh, just a little bit of over-aggressiveness. And so uh, – he came out, got three fouls, but another sophomore, Chase Waterhouse, came off the bench and filled some minutes there for him. And senior Zach Smith did a great job coming off the bench and uh, picking up the slack after Colton got in foul trouble. He got his third in the first half, and then he picked up his fourth there uh, about halfway through the fourth. But he finished the game for us. And uh, early on, uh, Colton did a great job. I think he had our first six points offensively. Uh, he was looking to be aggressive, take it to the basket. And so uh, a couple of those fouls he picked up were uh, on the offensive rebounding. Just got a little, uh, a little greedy, a little extra push here, a little push there. And so uh, we had to play without him for a while, but the kids stepped up and did a great job. 
And then he hit a couple real key free throws for you right there at the end. And there was another player. It doesn't seem like he starts or something. Hit a uh, hit a free throw right at the end too. Yeah, that was Chase Waterhouse. Uh, yeah. Got fouled and stepped up at the front end of a one and one. Gave him a second opportunity. He missed that one, but that one was uh, pretty important because it went from a two point game to a three point game, and so uh, changes kind of the dynamics there down the stretch. Well, I bet that, I mean, that was a big contribution from him, I thought. I mean, I know it wasn't – he didn't get them both, but just hitting that one, just hit, it changed the the dynamic of the game quite a bit. Yeah, you mentioned two sophomores there in uh, Chase Waterhouse and Colton Lichty. And so uh, they've been playing uh, a lot here towards the end of the year and getting that experience. And uh, Chase ended up two for three from the line. Colton ended up two for three. So uh, that's a – They've been in those situations before where the game's been on the line and uh, had to shoot those free throws. And so uh, they stepped up and knocked them down last night, a key opportunity. Uh, we also had another sophomore, Hunter Hughes. We've talked about him before. Uh, and in the third quarter, he was really uh, – he was the catalyst in the second half that kind of allowed us to extend our lead. Uh, New London came out at halftime and uh, put on a little display of offense and then uh, – Hunter came down and answered, had a couple big threes for us in that sequence. And so that kind of pushed the game to a comfortable level, gave us a nice lead where uh, the rest of our kids could kind of relax a little bit more and just play basketball. Well, you, everything was working for you. You couldn't miss a, a basket in the third quarter, it seemed like. And in the fourth quarter, it didn't seem like you could buy a basket. I uh... No, no, it was uh, – all coaching there. Yeah, we'd run a set, get a wide open look, and we were too wide open. We'd miss that open bunny. Uh, but you had mentioned Cade Benjamin earlier, the six-six uh, post for New London. He's a very active kid. And so I think he influenced him even without taking a full swing at him or trying to block it. And so if you looked at those bunnies, a couple of them, uh, we were just strong on it. We took it up to anticipating contact that didn't exist. And so uh, the shots didn't fall there a couple times there in the fourth but we were able to get to the line and now it's something you've practiced since you were, you know, started playing the game. And so the kids just have to relax and uh, seize that moment. And they did last night. I just remember thinking at the beginning of that quarter, I said, these guys just get to 50 points, you know, which is all we needed was four points, you know, seven minutes later, they got to 50 points, I think. But uh, yeah, it took us a uh, fourth quarter. We kind of, we slowed it down quite a bit and, uh, knew with that five, six-point lead, the clock was on our side. And so we were a lot more deliberate in our sets and uh, were really patient. And so New London then was forced to come out a little more, be, be aggressive, which gave us some opportunities, like you said, uh, for some open looks, which we didn't capitalize on. But then uh, we carried our effort over on the defensive end and were able to shut them down there in those final few minutes uh, when it really mattered the most. Well, you, I think that Cade Benjamin is just – that fourth quarter defense was is just intensified. I, he was amazing, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. He's a good player for them. Uh, and uh, the first time we played, they were without Blaze Porter. And uh, like I said, we were up 20 at one point. We were up 13 going into the about three-minute mark of the fourth quarter. And uh, like you said, he has another gear there that he kicked it into. And he was on top of their half-court uh, press in that situation and he let him back and we didn't finish our free throws that game and so we lost in overtime in that first matchup and so this was a nice game for us kind of a statement game that uh, they had both their key players back they had a full roster and uh, our kids were ready they were 
played a nice team game. And like I said, uh, really wanted on the defensive end by limiting the looks that uh, Kate Benjamins and the Blaze Porters were getting. So every shot they took was pretty much a hand in your face, two bodies on you type shot where we were challenging everything. So kids executed the game plan. And uh, was, like I said, it was fun down the stretch as a defensive minded coach to see our kids execute. So that game was in Minneapolis, wasn't it? Yeah, Minneapolis over there and uh, 61, Highway 61 there. So you, you cost the boosters another 500 bucks, I suppose, with their you're, – you're just spending their money, aren't you? I tell you, they've been generous with us. <laughs> and, uh, we'll see what happens with the sub-state game, if they're going to be willing to uh, stream another game. But that's a great service. And you could see uh, – I don't know, maybe not from your angle because – I think they were filming from our side of the gym. It was packed. I mean, well, but the, your guys out. would stand up. You know, yeah, it was packed. It was a great atmosphere. Uh, oh, gosh, I was going to say something and I forgot. But uh, we'll go ahead yeah. and say something else because I'm at a loss for words, but I'll remember here in a second. No, Waco, like I said, they showed up and uh, we won the crowd support, I think. We had the louder crowd, more bodies in the facilities. And uh, I was sweating just from all the, the heat. From the uh, people around me, probably more than the situation. So it was a so, fun game, fun game to be involved with. Well, while you guys were were knocking it out on your in uh, in your game, uh, Winfield, Mount Union, and uh, Danville had quite a battle, and it looked like Danville came on top. So that's who you play, right? Yeah, we'll be playing Danville here in the sub-state. See who gets to go on to uh, Des Moines. And you, where's that going to be at? Uh, it was still to be determined as of noon. Uh, there's been some rumblings about Fairfield or another neutral site like that, but uh, I haven't heard officially yet. Okay, so what what day is it going to be? It'll be this Saturday. Saturday, huh? At 7 p.m., yep. Oh, my gosh, Coach. Uh, so tell me about Danville. Uh, who, who, well, who do they got that's going to give you some trouble? Well, we played them twice this year, and they've got us both times. Uh, one was a – both games came down to the wire. They start five seniors. Uh, Ty Carr, uh, if he's not a four-year starter, he's been a four-year varsity player for him, does an excellent job at the point. Uh, he's very similar to the Porter kid uh, as far as he'll get up on you defensively. And he's just one of those guys that just seems to always be around the ball, harassing the ball. And then at the off guard, they have another uh, senior, Cadence uh, Williams. Uh, he does just a solid job on the perimeter uh, with Ty. Uh, and then they have a small forward, Drake Johnson, who if you look at him, you may not be impressed. He's not overly tall. He's not overly fast. But you can tell he's put a lot of time into his game. Uh, he's a great shooter. I think he averaged 15 points a game this year. And really the Danville offense really looks to him when they need a shot. That's how much confidence they have in his ability. Uh, they have a 6'5 junior, Caden Gorley, uh, excellent ball player, all-conference last year. Uh, he's averaging about 15 points a game, and he's just a tough matchup. Like I say, he's a 6'5 athlete. Uh, he's the kid that tipped in the game winner against Notre Dame uh, two games ago. And so – Hit a couple threes from the corner last night against Winfield. So he's one of those inside-outside players that's just a really good finisher. And they have another 6'5 uh, post, Sawyer Nelson. Uh, just one of those 
extremely active, seems to be all arms, uh, swinging at everything when you get it inside. And so uh, he kind of protects the rim for him and can also finish around the basket really nicely. He's an intense kid. And so those are their five starters, all seniors. And so our goal is to get into their bench where they're a little more inexperienced, a little more youth. And so that's where our our plan is, is try to get them uh, moving, play at our pace, and so try to get some foul trouble on them and uh, take advantage of their bench players where I think we have the more deep team. Well, what are your team's keys to victory? How do you move on to Wells Fargo? Well, for us, it's that defensive intensity that we've shown all year, limiting the looks of uh, who identifies their shooters and having that idea that someone else is going to beat us. And then uh, for us, rebounding is a big component where we don't want to give the opponents any easy looks at the basket. You know, that's easier said than done. It takes a lot of energy, a lot of focus. And so that's something our assistant coaches, uh, Jeff McGowan, Jason Sutton, and Chase Roth really uh, beat into our kids on a daily basis at practice. And so uh, just those simple things. At this time of year, both teams are uh, usually well-prepared. Uh, we've seen each other twice already. And so shots and good looks at the basket are going to be limited. And so the opportunity arises. We have to be able to step up and hit those shots. And so, yeah, it'll be another – you were talking about a physical game. Uh, it'll probably be a game that probably be in the 40s. And so the team that, I mean, it's not a fancy expression here, but the only team that scores the most is going to win. And so whichever team can put together the most stops and limit those easy looks will probably come out on top. Well, we've been talking to Coach Kissel of the Waco Warriors, who are one win away from going to Wells Fargo and representing Southeast Iowa in the state tournament. Thank you so much for being on the show. Is there anything we didn't talk about that you wanted to? No, you do a great job prompting me and uh, allowing me to talk about my kids. And so uh, we're just looking forward to another conversation here in uh, another week or so and uh, be talking about hopefully another nice victory for the Wake Warriors. Well, I don't know, you know, any other team that I can think of that's beat two teams as good as you have already. So, you you know, you whatever, you're going to be tough enough, uh, if nothing else, for this next game. And good luck to you. This Danville team, uh, they like to – play it right down to the last minute too so oh yeah they are a uh, if they're in the lead in that final quarter they'll make it tough on you they have five seniors that are capable of knocking down shots and finishing it at the line so they do a nice job that's their game so hopefully we, uh we can have the lead going into the fourth so we can play our style of game and not uh, settle for theirs all right well another great interview thanks guys and good luck in the playoffs thank you